Aloha, Ihoans. Remember when we had Alisa Bonaobra in our podcast? Isn't that a foolproof that Filipinos can sing and they're recognized around the world? So our talent in singing has shaken the entertainment industry. <laughs> shaken. Around the world, yeah. That's Earthquake level. <laughs> that, that's why we prioritize it. Singing competitions. <laughs> For example, okay. But, okay, let's admit, some people are not born singers, but they take a vocal lessons to be good at it or great at it even. So have you ever thought of um, taking up voice lessons when you were younger? Or do you know someone who, who did? Uh, for me, I have thought about it, but I don't have money. <laughs> I heard that it's like uh, expensive to take to take up voice lessons. Because I was like... Talaga? Oh, kasi Pero magaling was... ko kumanta. So natural yan. Walang training yan. <laughs> wow, magaling. <laughs> Hindi, bulahan, kasi bulahan. Mababa, mababa yung boses ko. But I wanted to be in a musical theater. Because I I used to Sam- act, right? Sample naman. Sample. <laughs> sample. Sample ng mababang boses. <laughs> Donna Cruz? Isang tanong, isang sagot. Oh, Claire de la Fuente. <laughs> Jaya, Jaya. Oo. In my case, I haven't thought about it really. Pero nung when I was like really young, alam niyo hindi pa nagbibinata. So parano ang range ko. And then talagang, ang tawag dito, nagsasali talaga ako ng mga choir and everything. Pero after that, but I know someone who... Dino yung ano, Ryan Kayabiyab Singers. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I know someone who joined there. Tapos meron talaga silang training and everything. But, yeah, Sa UP ata, yun eh. Marami kasing mga ganong shops. Shops ba yung tawag doon? Tapos meron sila before in Robinson's Galleria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Ryan? I grew up in the church, so my voice lesson training uh, happened in the church. So, so speaking of those, um, bakit ba tayo Because this is an episode of celebrating the singing talent of Filipinos once again, just like what we had before, no? Yung kay Alisa Siya lang naman yata, I think. <laughs> but for this episode, we will be joined by a vocal coach. She has been a backing vocalist of Sharon Coneta, Martin Ibera, David Pomeranz, Melissa Manchester, Pops Fernandez, and even Vice Ganda. So we established that Filipinos like singing and this is a stereotype, but it is a positive stereotype nonetheless. Especially for the ones na marunong na nagugulat sa mga singers, no? Pero kapag hindi ka siguro marunong tapos inexpect nila na magaling kang kumanta medyo hirap nun <laughs> so um, pero okay lang naman as long as makakasabay tayo sa tune kapag ka nagbibideo okay I'm not sure dyan sa countries nyo but here especially noon pa rin ang Pilipinos who love doing video okay and karaoke interview na ba ito? <laughs> ang sinasabi ko lang so we established that Filipinos like singing and this is a stereotype uh, and the Filipinos are known for being great singers now, but behind those successes are vocal coaches like our guest today. So sit back, relax, and be proud to be a Pinoy once again. This is your Iya Iya Show, Season 4, Episode 8, entitled, What's Roasting? 
The Filipino Sing Talent. Oh, singing talent, vocal coach edition. This is Jill from Vancouver, Canada. Bienvenue, Hawaiians. Bon journey, bon we whenever you decide to listen to our show. Magandang araw, ako si Red. Nasa Manila, Philippines. Para masirap ka na magtagalog. And this is Roas from Wellington, New Zealand. Okay, so our guest for today he is from your neighboring country, Eros, from Australia, Sydney to be exact. So she is a vocal coach, singer, and songwriter. She is the owner and founder of One Voice School of Singing. So, without further ado, let's give it up for Miss Tina Bangle. Hello, Hi, Miss Tina. Hi. Good afternoon. How is everybody in Sydney right now? So, um, is it still lockdown? No, it's not lockdown. We are almost free as a bird. We can go. We can go around and. Um, roam the the city and move around but we do need to have masks on um, and we have to limit people coming into our homes to five people so there's still restrictions but um, fortunately we have had no transmissions in Sydney for the past uh, three days so they're trying to ease the restrictions so, you know, we've had a few uh, second waves happen, especially in Melbourne, which is like uh, an hour by plane away from Sydney. Um, and yeah, so, you know, we're pretty lucky. We've been really safe um, so far. There have been, when when COVID hit, it actually um, affected some of the students um, that I taught because it entered their school. So. Um, but they were safe. Luckily, my students were safe, and we were doing lessons online. So, <laughs> right, that was and, a bit of a long. Yeah, and there's us for like continuously hoping and wishing uh, that the whole COVID pandemic will be, you know, uh, resolved ultimately. Um, well, me in the in the short term, actually looking forward for them to really open up the New Zealand and Australia bubble because there's already been discussions yes. about that, right? At least um, yeah. a larger area of um, big places to go to and to travel and explore besides our, yes. our countries currently. So, Good for you guys. Yeah, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. So, welcome to the show. I no, no. Philippines, Australia, New Zealand, Zealand. Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 and Canada. <laughs> oh, Christina, um, the first formal question is, can you tell us a bit of a background about how you actually ended up in Australia? Well, I came here when I was quite young. So I came here when I was three years old. And so that's like over 40 years ago. <laughs> um, so I've been living here. Uh, I don't kind of, I don't know any any different. Um, I'm, so, you know, my parents came here. They are both um, accountants. So, 
Yeah, when I was three, I remember them working a lot. We moved to an area in the middle of Sydney, which is called Glebe. And um, in our apartment block, there were probably about five Filipino families. And so we, uh, you know, we became friends. I went to school with the kids. And um, I do remember the time when we moved out like 40 minutes away from the city. And it was a whole bunch of Filipinos that drove in cars all the way to a suburb called Mariong, Quakers Hill, Blacktown in that area. So we were one of the families. There were quite a few of us that went to, because they heard that there was land and houses being built there. And um, my dad was telling me that they put, everybody just put $50 on the land in the house as a deposit. And then wow. that's how, yes, that's how the Filipino community um, kind of built up here in this area. And we've got the largest Filipino community here in, in Australia, actually, here in Blacktown. So this is wow. the area where all the Filipinos came. Um, and yeah, so I remember my dad telling me some stories about they would meet in the middle of the city in this uh in this like uh park and they'd have their briefcases and they would they would like be ready for any job interviews so some someone would say okay there's a job going here and then they'd all be ready to go to the job interviews and depending on you know what their their uh work and their experience was so Dad was an accountant. Mum, again, was an accountant as well. And um, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, they work quite hard up the ranks in their, in, their, uh, in their work. And when I told them I was going to be a singer, it was, um, it, was, it was different for them because there was nobody in my family that were singers or in the entertainment business. They were either nurses doctors and accountants so mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah what so I'll go, oh, go ahead what part of Philippines does your family come from so mum is from um, is from Quezon City and then dad is from Marinduque which is um, uh, four hours away from from Manila and it's always lovely to go back there it's a uh, it's just a little island and um, yeah, it's nice to to go back there and experience the simple way of life. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny how your story uh, came about, like $50 <laughs> to, <laughs> to build a community. Oh my God. I wish my parents knew about that <laughs> back then. Um, so, just curious how did you get into singing and how did you get into um you know giving voice lessons yeah so um because we formed a community like the my parents and and their friends started to build community of filipino community here um you know they would they would hold events and they would say you know uh, everybody sing or dance 
and <laughs> you probably had that experience as well growing up where um, you were kind of encouraged to perform or make up a dance and do something. too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but I felt like that it was exciting for me. Um, and yeah, and it just a lot of opportunities came to me because I kind of started in that community where um, it was very much encouraged. So I've had like friends that I grew up with that have been in Miss Saigon and it was just like really, you know, encouraged that way. So um, I took voice lessons uh, at a performing arts school here and um, I was like, the principal of the school said, oh, can you um, do some talent quests? And so I ended up doing some talent quests and I was winning quite a few quests here in Sydney. Um, and then somebody in the audience would watch me like, uh, uh, what do you call it, agents. And then that's how I got into performing and doing it professionally because they saw me at a talent quest and then they offered me a few jobs um, around the Sydney circuit. And that's how I got started. Nice. And how did you come about with the idea of One Voice School? Uh, so when I actually um, started doing the uh, talent quest and I started doing the work, my the singing teacher of the performing arts school left. And so I worked for that school that I was learning from. And over the years, I kind of got the experience of teaching children and um, you know teaching them to performance level and then uh, one day i i was working with um with a band called midnight sun so there's a uh, it's a, it was a trio band um so i was teaching and then working in the band um, as a covers band it was a corporate covers band and the man who owned that was um, a man called Gordon Hunt, who was the guitarist for Sade. And so <clears throat> he was, we, I was doing gigs, we were doing gigs like maybe four to five, five nights a week. And we do a lot of weddings. And at the time I was thinking, I'm not gonna be able to do this when I'm older. Cause we would hop in the band, uh, in the van, set up, do the gig it was excellent I loved it we did weddings we did corporate functions and then we I'd come back home um, maybe two three in the morning you know and then do it again the next day and that was the life that we had it was so much fun it was exciting um, but then I thought oh, it, it might be hard like to do something when I'm older like in my 40s <laughs> to juggle family life so I thought, let me establish um, singing lessons because I thought there, was, there wasn't that many Filipinos teaching other Filipinos how to sing. So, uh, and maybe because, you know, they're naturally talented anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so I thought, you know, let's, I, I remember having my very first concert with my students. I only had about nine students and we had it at a community hall. I borrowed some sound equipment. And then after that, um, a few years later, um, I only called it singing lessons with Tina Bangle at the time. 
and <laughs> and a few years later um i went to this really beautiful theater uh and they were going oh so what's your school's name and i was like I don't even have a school name. <laughs> I was thinking, what am I going to call this? And the girl goes, "Oh, just call it whatever." And and I the very first song that we were opening up with with the con- at the concert was called One Voice. You know that that's on one voice singing in the darkness. And uh so that's how it came about. And yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. how it's it was established and from there it just kind of kept building and yeah it's it's not a huge school but you know um yeah it's it's kind of like a more of a boutique kind of school yeah, very cool now during this pandemic uh, Tina how how were you forced to change the way you run your business yeah well Um I actually had to go and learn about Zoom as everybody else did. <laughs> so all my lessons were conducted over Zoom. And the kids were great because be, during lockdown they had to learn to navigate through Zoom anyway. So they were teaching me how to use it pretty much. Um you know, they they were coming up with all these Zoom backgrounds and it was it was quite fun you know seeing their animated things like they'd put different animations on top of their head so we'd conduct lessons like that <laughs> they'd have like fun fun things that they'd show me but um yeah kind of we end I ended up doing a lot of virtual concerts this year so during I normally have live concerts uh in the middle of the year and then at the end of the year And this year we ended up doing um two virtual concerts which ended up really great. Um we dived into songwriting. I also dived into branding with the kids. So it was a really fun fun way to kind of get to know them as well. Um there was one child who oh, during our virtual concert the first one I was worried about Facebook and whether we'd um because I streamed over Facebook and I was a bit worried about whether we would uh be cut off with our sound because if we sung covers you know in terms of copyright either the sound gets muted or I wasn't sure what was going to happen so I said let's write some songs so we ended up writing songs Um I got to know them and got to know what their passion was and what they wanted to write about and one particular boy wrote a song about his parents who were frontliners um so the the dad is a a nurse a covid nurse and the mum is a nurse as well and we wrote a song called superheroes in disguise because he's really into marvel and all the superheroes and um and the the health um section of the hospitals um in New South Wales heard about it they invited him to sing for their um special uh, awards night and they created um a film clip for him and then the news heard about it and then they ended up inviting him on sunrise uh which is the morning one of the morning shows and he was able to sing like show a snippet of um 
of his song and you know they did like a whole tribute about the nurses and how important they are so yeah you know that that kind of thing kind of I would have not thought that would have happened would happen (laughs) you know because he was 10 years he's 10 years old and they were really impressed with you know how how a kid can create a song yeah Um, but yeah success story you know even during the pandemic Mm -hmm. you know what songs can do really right they really like connect to people especially in you know even in difficult times even in the most challenging of times and all that there's a lot of magic that songs and singers can do actually do you have any other um stories to brag about in terms of like (laughs) your students in your one voice school um i just looking at our experience it was mentioned here that you have some who have won auditions in voice or glee club in australia yeah there's there's a few um fun things that have happened um well we celebrated last year our 20 years of of making musical memories so um over the 20 years we've had lots of fun things that have happened to us we're very blessed and very um just some of the things that have happened uh, uh one thing that comes into mind was you know one voice when i was um seven years old my very first album was the small voice album of Leia Salonga did you ever see that oh, yeah. <laughs> so so she's always been my idol um, and we had the opportunity in I think 2015 to go and um, do her support act in town hall and so that was really amazing um, and then uh, we we were we we opened up for her and um, I um, this might be a fun story. I always like telling this story anyway. But <laughs> she like she's always been my idol, and it was just such a exciting moment to to be able to sing for in, for her concert. And then um, there was one friend we had a mutual friend, and she was coming. It was like twelve o'clock at night. We were all packing up. And she came out of the bathroom and I go, oh, what are you doing here? And she goes, oh, I'm meeting Leia Salonga, um, Leia at her, um, at her hotel after, the sh- after, after this. And I go, and I never do this, but I said, could I come? <laughs> and, she goes, <laughs> and she goes, oh, um, okay, let me ring her up and I'll ask her. So before then, we were communicating via Twitter because she had read some of my blogs about, you know, how excited we were to perform at a concert. So she kind of knew me that way. And then I turned up with my friend, our mutual friend to the, to the hotel and, and we just got talking. We, we were there from like 12 to 2.30 in the morning, wow. just chatting and talking. and. She had her burger, but without the bread. <laughs> so she was watching her weight and we were just chatting. And, you know, my, my husband, who's so supportive, and my son, he was, um, they were in the car waiting for me and they were like, you know, take your time. This is your idol. Just take your time. So that's, that's one of the things that was really special. Like, you know, my seven-year-old self was like, so excited to just be there and be able to chat to her like a normal person and then 
to top it all off, a few years later, she had、um, her concert at the Sydney Opera House. Her very first concert at the Sydney Opera House, and that's her dream. And、um, I found out that one of my students was going to be there watching her. And you know how she has this section in her, in her show where she invites somebody to sing a whole new world? Yes. yes. <laughs> It's a constant, right? <laughs> yes. So I messaged her like 30 minutes before her show. And I said, My student's、um, going to be there. It's his 12th birthday. Do you think you can call him up to sing the song? Because he learnt the song the night before.、Yeah. Because I just, <laughs> found out, I just found out that he was, he was going to be there. And, and then she didn't message me back, but I saw that she had read the thing. And then she ended up inviting him on stage、Ooh. and said, I heard there was a 12 year old boy who just turned 12. And yeah. So anyway, it, again, Wow, she kind of a magical,、yeah. magical moment. Yeah, magical moment for myself. I felt like, again, that, 12 year,、uh, that seven year old kid. And、um, yeah, so that was really, really special. So, Tina, we're, we're the same. I'm one of the biggest fans of Leia Salonga, too. <laughs>、uh, yeah, I, when, I, when I was still in the Philippines and I had the money to go to concerts, I would really go to her concerts. So,、oh. Leia Salonga is my ultimate idol. <laughs>、oh. So, good, good for、yes. you. That was so fun. Was yeah, fun. thank you. So, aside from Leia Salonga,、uh, who were your influence? Influencers, you know, for, for your singing career, and who were the big stars that you collaborated with aside from her? Okay, so、um, my, my ultimate idol、um, was, was Celine Dion. Have you ever seen her in concert? No, not yet. <laughs> she's so amazing. But she's just in、yeah. Quebec. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love her. Like, she, she, when I went to her concert in、um, Las Vegas, because at the time, that same time,、um, my kids, seven of my kids were invited to be part of the Glee Club Australia. So they, so I went with them to LA and they toured the major、um, theme parks in, in LA. And I said, I've got to go and see Celine in、um, Las Vegas. So I went there with my husband and my son. and We went on this long road trip with my auntie and my uncle, and、um, I sat there and I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> It was just like I was so, so overwhelmed.、Um, but yeah, I, you know, she, she was amazing. I got to talk to her backing vocalist at the end,、um, which was really lovely. And、um, yeah, so I think some of the standout people that I've worked with are. Maybe David Pomerantz is really lovely.、Um, he's just, you know, very, very giving. And he was really, really lovely to, you know, greet the kids during the virtual concert that we had. He,、um, he did like a video for them and, and he's done a few workshops to help us with songwriting as well. So that's been really fun.、Um, Yeah, but even Vice Ganda, he's just amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he、um, sings well. Oh, he's, he, yeah, and just so fun. 
just so fun and just um yeah he's pretty yeah she's amazing but um when you were talking about Ryan Kiabyab and and the the kids um they actually stayed at my parents house when they did a a tour here in Australia but that was just coincidence you know it was just like because the people that they were supposed to stay with something happened or they went away and then they said oh can you have can you have the band over and and so yeah they stayed for about a, a, a week and you know, i got to know them and um mr mr seeds just amazing um again very giving and very lovely wow it's so happy to hear these stories though because they're well from our point of view the three of us kind of like really different so we don't have any idea on you know the lives of singers seeing <laughs> teachers and everything so yeah and to hear these stories like it's really entertaining for us it's kind of been oh that's good <laughs> so thank you very much once again for um sharing your experiences with us and with the rest of our listeners and speaking to Speaking um, of our listeners, do you have any message to Ihawaiians? That's how we call them. And maybe encourage the listeners who are also in the region, in Australia or New Zealand, to check out your singing school as well, if you would like to promote that. So the floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, but, um, there's um, my website, which is tinabangle.com. Um, I take adults and kids and also anyone that you know is excited to find their voice and discover their voice um, it's really you know I, can, I yeah I have international students as well so you anyone's welcome to message me I also got um, a new platform on YouTube where I'm going to um, do some vocal lessons like some like tips and tricks for vocals Uh, and then I'm also going to share some of um, my original songs and also some of the kids that I teach some of their covers as well. So that'll that should be fun. Nice, yeah. Nice, thank you so much, <laughs> when we, Miss Tina. Um, when we knew the YouTube link and everything, we can promote that as well in our next. Oh, yeah. thank you. You can email us. Yeah. You okay, great. Us. Yeah. That's so we'll go quickly to our uh, gimmick segment because we do this <laughs> to all of our guests. So as a vocal coach, singer and songwriter, can you tell us the first song uh, that you think of when you hear this phrases or things? Or maybe so sing, it quick, sing a line quickly. I'll sing a line quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, your students have trusted you and have been successful because of you. Oh, it is. So, do I just say like who, what comes to mind? Yes. What yeah. Song what song comes to mind? Comes to mind. Because we, we, you know, because of you, I think Celine Dion's because of you. Mm. One line. One line. Oh. <laughs> oh no! I've forgotten how it goes. <laughs> Putting you on the spot, eh? Yeah, um, how does it go? Um, um, is that what? Yes. Is it because because you love me? Oh, because you love me. Oh, because you love me. me. That's why. 
That's I'm why everything I, I am because you love me. Because you love me. Everything I am because you love me. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> All right. What about what about Filipinos or everyone in the world fighting and surviving this pandemic? What song? Oh wow. Um. Oh, you, you know that song that goes, "Rise up." Arise like the wind, arise up. I don't know the rest of the words, but we'll get through <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then finally, awesome. to maybe a song to dedicate it to the Iyaw Iyaw show and our listeners who are very happy to be with us today listening to this episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, hmm. Maybe uh, okay. Maybe a song that I um, that I wrote. It's called "Be Heard." So I co-wrote this song with uh, Mr. Louis Acompo, and um, it go. The chorus goes: "Be heard, and you'll find your way. Be heard, you'll never go astray." Cause I'll be right here, right by your side. Look to me and I'll be your guide. Be heard. Wow. Wow. So, 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 so good. Can we get that as our theme song? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, official yeah. theme song. Yeah, we have a show podcast, Be Heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would really be good. Then. Thank you very oh, much yeah. again, Tina, for Thank you. Um, that was so fun, Miss Tina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank oh, you very much. Thank so you inspiring. so much. Oh, you guys are fun. I, congratulations on your show. Thank you. And I know how hard, how hard it can come. You, you guys are so professional. <laughs> You're doing so, so well. Congratulations. Thank too. you. Thank you. All Thank right, you so much, time. Tina. Yeah, code time. All right. Our quote for this episode comes from Paul Watson. And Paul says, Follow your dreams and use your natural-born talents and skills to make this world a better world for tomorrow. Wow, Ganda. so inspiring! Pang little Miss Philippines. Any shout-outs, updates before we go? Uh, no. No. <laughs> but thank, thank you so much, Miss Tina, for gracing our show. Thank you oh, again. Thank you. thank you. All right. So that wraps up another episode of Yo Yo Show. Please follow and DM us on our social media accounts: Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Just search for Yo Yo Show. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram: Yo Yo at Yo Yo Show. And Gmail is also Yo Yo Show at gmail.com. Yes, yeah, so this, this has been your EO EO Show Season 4 with Jill Redrose and our special guest, Miss Tina. Join us again in our next episodes and we're leaving you with Tina's voice. Actually, she's gonna sing another line yeah. for us. If that's alright. We have like a couple of seconds more. So, yeah, the yeah. floor is yours. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll sing the beginning of that song. Okay. 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 The whisper's getting louder, too loud to ignore. 
The moment's getting closer, no backing out the door. Brightness turns shaded as you close your eyes. Your heart takes faster as it takes to fly. Be heard. <laughs> Thank you very much, Christina. Thank you, Christina. Nice episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.